0: Today I want to talk about potential, and I want to say this to to you today. Our graveyards graveyards are full full of potential potential that was never released. released. What could be has become become what should have been, been. and that's a really sad place to be. be. What could have been been has become what should have been. been. Only a small small percentage percentage of people people actually actually get to tap into 100% of their potential here on earth. And one of the greatest tragedies in life is to see potential die still inside somebody. I want to read this story to you. One day there was a a man who was a sculptor and was walking through his village when he passed by a large mansion that sat on a large plantation. He saw the owner of the plantation and his workers cutting down old trees, and as the, the sculptor stopped and said, and asked them, what are you going to do with these old discarded stumps? The owner then replied, well, these things are not good for anything but firewood. I have no use for this junk. So the sculptor asked for one piece of the junk wood, and with care, he strained and lifted the knotted tree to his shoulders and staggered into the distance, carrying his burdensome treasure. After getting uh, getting back to his house, the man placed the jagged piece of tree in the center of the floor. Then, in seemingly mysterious and ceremonious manner, he walked around uh, what the plantation owner had called useless junk. As the old man picked up his hammer and chisel, a strange smile seemed to come across his leathered face. He worked and worked and worked as if he were under a mandate to set something free from inside the gnarled, weathered trunk of the tree. The following morning, he awoke on the floor, and clutching to his chest was a beautiful wooden bird. He had freed the bird from the bondage of the junk wood, and later he placed the bird on the railing of his front porch porch and forgot and forgot about it. Weeks and months went by when one day the plantation plantation owner came by for a visit. When he saw the bird bird on the front porch, porch. he asked to asked to to buy it. Asking whatever asking whatever, uh, whatever uh, price whatever the sculptor, price might, the sculptor name, might name, no price no was, price beyond, was measure. beyond measure. Satisfied, Satisfied finally, finally, that, he had, that he had purchased the bird for, it, for, for, it, for what it, he thought for was he fair, thought the plantation owner walked away, hugging, hugging with great with pride, pride his, newly his newly acquired treasure. treasure. The, the old, old sculptor sat down on the steps of his house, counted his spoils, and thought to himself, junk is in the eye of the beholder. Some, some look look but others, but others see see today i want to say, this to, want to say this to you. you some of you may some feel, like you're, may feel like, like you're an old tree trapped inside, trapped of, you inside of you is a beautiful, is a beautiful bird that's beautiful bird still there, that's some, still there. Of there. some of you, like you may feel like you're you're washed up, some of you feel like you you don't have what it takes, some of you think how am I ever going to get to be, Uh, whatever Uh, these dreams are that I used to have, or these things that I always think that I've always wanted to do, but listen, I want to say to you today that trapped inside of you is still that beautiful bird, that beautiful dream, that beautiful thing that God wants to do with you. People around people you, around the, economy, the economy, society, society friends, friends family, members. family members, some people may some tell people you that those things you that are those useless, things useless, useless, don't even, useless, think, don't like even think like that, it's dangerous to think like that. Some people may say to you, you're washed up, you're finished, some of you are being told you never will be, some of you are being told that you're living in a pipe dream. But what someone says is junk, junk, guys, listen, today, today, someone might say that's junk, but it's somebody else's treasure. treasure. Everything Everything in life life was was created created with with potential. potential. And I I want to say this to you today as we open our Bibles to Matthew Matthew chapter 25. 25, You are still still more more than than you have done. You are still still more than what you have done. In Matthew chapter 25, 25, verse number 14, 14, we read these words. For for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling traveling to a far country, country, who who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to another one talent, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he had received, he the, had received five talents, the five talents, went and traded with and traded them, with and made another and five made talents. Another five and likewise, hands. he had likewise, received, he two, received two, two, two gained two also. more also. But he who had received and one received went and more dug it in the ground and, and hid his, his, his Lord's, Lord's money. His his money. money. After, a long, after time, a long time, the Lord of those servants of those came and settled accounts with them. So he had received the five talents, came and brought five more talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful. You were faithful over a few things. things. I will make you ruler ruler over many things. things. Enter into the the joy joy of of your Lord. He who also had received also two had talents, talents, came, and talents said, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me delivered two, talents. To me, two look, talents. Look, I have gained two, have gained talents two besides more talents besides them. His Lord said, well, said, well good done, good and faithful good servant. And faithful you, have servant. Have faithful you have been faithful over a few, few things. I will make you I will ruler over, ruler many, over things. many things. Enter into Enter the joy, into of, the joy, of, your joy Lord. of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. The Look, Look there! You there have, you have what, is yours. what is yours. But his lord answered, his and, lord said answered him, and said to him, wicked "You servant, wicked and lazy servant! You knew servant. that I reap, where, that I I reap where I have, have not sown, and, and gather, where, gather where I, I, gather I not, where have I not have scattered seed. seed. So, I ought, so I ought, so you ought, have you ought to have deposited my deposited money with the bankers, so that at my coming." I would have, I would received, have uh, back received back my own, my own with, interest. with interest. So take the talent so take from the him talent and give it him to him, who, it has to him who has ten talents. For to everyone, For to who, everyone has, who has, more, will be, more given. will be given, and he who and he, who, uh, he, will, uh, have he will have abundance. But from him but who does, from not him have, does not have, even what he even has what will be taken, has, away and and taken away. And cast this unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want to say to you today that inside of you is potential potential, and you you are responsible responsible to do something with the potential potential that is stored within you. you. One day we're going to have to stand before God and we're going to have to give an account for everything that we've we've done here on the earth. And we always seem to want to talk about sin there. We're going to have to talk about, you know, we're going to have to give an account, and that's true. We are going to have to give account for the sins that we've committed. But you know what? We're also going to have to give account for what we did right with the things that he gave us. And what we didn't do with the gifts that he's given us. We are responsible. We are responsible. From, this from this scripture, you can tell the story, tell the story uh, if it says uh, the kingdom says of the heavens kingdom like this, of this. And these guys, and the guys had the talent and the ability, and the ability to go, and, and, go make their, and make their master their, their money. Master and the one that didn't one do it, because, didn't he do it scared. because he was scared, he was still responsible, was still responsible for what the Lord, what expected, the Lord of expected of him. There is, no there is no excuse. There is nothing that we've got going on in our lives. There is nothing that should keep us from holding our potential inside of us. The graveyard has robbed too many of us already. It's, it's taken too many people from the earth. I am thoroughly convinced that there are cures for diseases that are laying in the ground somewhere because somebody was afraid to step out and do it. They were, they were unsure of themselves. Listen to me. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You are still going to be held responsible. For the gifts that God's placed inside of you. We must learn, we must learn to, understand to understand what potential, what potential is, is and, effectively and effectively use it. And that's what we're going to talk that's about talk for the, about the, next, several about the next, next several weeks. So let's start from so the let's start beginning. From let's, the just beginning. let's just say it. What is potential? What is it? What is potential? Well, if you go and you, look it, you, go and you look it up in the dictionary, is potential is defined as this. Dormant ability. Reserve power. untapped untapped strength, 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 unused unused success, success, hidden talents, 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 capped capped capability. capability. If I was was going to make up my own definition, I would say this. It's all all that you can be that you have not yet become. All that you can do do, but haven't done already. already. How far you can reach reach, but haven't haven't already reached. What, you can, what you can accomplish but haven't already, haven't accomplished. already accomplished. It is unexposed, it is unexposed ability. ability. I want to say this, I because, say I, this I, because we, I, have, we, I, have, we, we have, have people, from, we have different people from different walks of, walks of, walks here of and life in here and levels different of success, levels of success. And some, some people are just starting out and some people are on the, backside, are on the backside, of backside of retirement. But I want to say this to you. No matter where it is that you come from or where it is that you're going. All right. It is not what you have done matters. That matters. Potential, potential has nothing, has to, nothing do to do with what, you have, with what you have already done. Any level of any success, level of that, success you've achieved, that you've already achieved, any, <coughs> anything that you've, anything already, done that you've school, already done in school, any grades that you've gotten, any you've you've gotten, tests gotten, that you've studied for, or any business, or, or business or any deals that you've deals closed, that has nothing has to nothing do with the potential that you still have. It is not what you have done. It is what you are still able to do. Somebody, once said, Somebody once said, unless you do something, do something beyond, beyond, beyond what, you done, what you have done, you will never you grow, will never grow or, experience or experience your full, your full potential. potential. Potential is potential what we can, do, what we can now, do now, no matter what our, matter age, what our age, no matter what, no our, matter experiences what our experiences have been. have been. We can't be satisfied, can't be satisfied with, satisfied our, last with accomplishment. our last accomplishment. accomplishment. It doesn't matter, it doesn't ha- matter if we've ha- worked or retired, retired or whatever, or whatever potential, whatever is, potential still is still inside, each, inside of us, each of us. And it is, consist- and it is consistently constantly needing to, be needing to be released and not settling, and not on, settling our on our past successes, okay? okay? okay. I, moved here I moved here from, uh, from, uh, from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma to start, so Oklahoma to start this, church, this church. And the church that we worked at, some of you are familiar with Raymond and Kenneth Taken Ministries, a big church. You know, Sunday morning, 5,000 people. My youth group My that youth I was a youth pastor had 500 teenagers. 500 teenagers. And, and you know how much, that, know matters how much here? that matters here? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> you know how much it matters, how much for to matters for me to have had a, a, a position, a, a in, a the position in the title of a youth pastor of a pastor of megachurch of in Tulsa, mega Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Nothing, nothing. It doesn't do anything for me. does not like when I walked in here and said, hey, Orlando, I used to be a megachurch youth pastor that the whole, church, the whole city just went, oh, well, we're all going to come to your church. Didn't do anything for me. My past success or anything that I've done doesn't dictate my potential for the future. Your former title doesn't automatically take you to the top of the next rung that God has in store for you. It's what you have left inside of you. All right? So with that being said, let's go over to Genesis chapter 1, and let's talk about, now, now we all know that... and and. And and you start talking about this thing. Some of this this makes people nervous because it's like, are you going to expect more out of me? No, I think this is something you should be celebrating because of this. God has created you with that potential. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 11 says this. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself. On the earth, and it was so, and the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Now, when you came in today, everybody should have got an acorn. Did everybody get one? Hold it up in front of you. I want you to keep this with you. This is yours to keep And you may think, Brent, this is a worthless nut. I want to say this to you. This is you today. Brent, are you calling us worthless nuts? Yes, you're a worthless nut. I think it bounced right back back there by the offering buckets in the floor. (laughs) I saw one go bouncing down the aisle there. (laughs) This is a holy roller church. We have people, (laughs) worthless nuts, rolling down the aisles. (laughs) now I want you to look at that and and just look at it and ask yourself this question what do I have right here now this is a question where we ask ourselves this question all the time who are we what are we are we worthless nuts are we good for nothing but squirrel food Now, there are several times in this, in the Bible, where we can see examples of people that God's called to do things that didn't make sense at the time. They they looked at as being worthless and useless. Now, the question I ask you is, what is this? And people say, well, this is an acorn. And that is true. That is an acorn. But there was also a story in the Bible in Genesis chapter 12 where God basically looked at somebody and said, who are you? And, and we know that his name at the time was Abram. And that's true. That was his name. That's what he was. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 3, now the Lord said to Abram, or excuse me, verse number 1, now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing." I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in all uh, all in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now at this point in time his name is Abram. Just like at this point in time this is an acorn. But God says to God says to Abram, he says, "Hey Abram, you are now going to be the father of many nations. You're going to you're going to the whole world's going to be blessed because of you. So that means God had to place inside Abram the potential to be the father of many nations, to bless the whole world. Just like uh, in this acorn is the potential to grow a tree. All right? Up to this point, Abram was what many scholars believe to be a moon worshiper, and, and, and lived in Ur of the Chaldees, which was a heathenistic part of the world. And so God appears to him and tells him, you're now going to leave this, and you're going to go out and, and, and bless the whole world and, and, and become basically the father of many nations. When up to this point he had no kids and worshipped the moon. I heard another theologian say that when you know, God told Abram to sacrifice Isaac, that that wasn't that abnormal to Abram because sacrificing kids back then wasn't that, wasn't that abnormal to that part of the, to the world. It wasn't like this great, like all of us would just be like, oh, that is, I mean, because that's so foreign to us. But a lot of theologians believe in Ur of the counties, that happened all the time. So it wasn't like he was telling him to do something so unfamiliar that Abram just balked at the idea right at first. So he is basically a worthless nut at this point. <laughs> he's crazy. He's, he's something that we would all consider nobody, nobody in this room would follow Abram at this point. We'd all think, are you serious? But God didn't just put the, the potential in that, uh, p- the, the potential to be that, He also started cultivating that potential in Abram. Now listen, we all know Abram was a man, so he evidently had all the parts it would take to be a father. <laughs> and we all know that his wife, Sarah, was a woman, and she had all the parts to, that it would take to bear children, but yet nothing was happening. They, they didn't have any kids. And they're getting up in age, 75, 80, 90 years old, and they don't have any children. And yet God's calling them to be the father and mother of many nations. What's he doing here? God is speaking to what their unseen gift is. God is speaking to what their, their future that is more than what they had done right then. And so God doesn't just keep calling them Abram and Sarah, which we keep calling this an acorn, but God changes their name. In Genesis chapter 17, verse number 5, he says this, no longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. And that's what Abraham means, the father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you, and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and your generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also I give to you, And your descendants after you, the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan as as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So God didn't just look at Abram and say, all right, now you can be the father of many nations. He actually started calling Abram by his potential name before he ever was. So if we look at this and we say, what do you have in your hand here? Well, you can say this is an acorn, or you can say this is a tree. Why? Because this acorn has the potential to become that tree. Let's look at another illustration of this. Moses had a very similar happening. In, in Exodus chapter 4, when, when he has the burning bush experience. Now, we all saw the Ten Commandments, right? We all saw Charlton Heston with his dynamic speaking voice. We all saw that with those nineteen fifties special effects. We all saw those, right? We all saw it right it was like his his hand with it. it was like, wow, it looks like a fade over shot. It doesn't look like the, you know I mean his hand turned into leprosy. Remember that? And we remember when he throws down the, the rod on now let's look at the story. We all we all are familiar with it, but look at what happens here. All right? And let's look in Exodus chapter four. In verse number two, the Lord said to him, what is in your hand? And he said, a rod. And he said, cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it and it became a rod in his hand that they might believe that the Lord uh, Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Now, at this point, I ask you the same question, what's in your hand? Well, it's a rod, according to what Moses says. We say this is an acorn. But after this happens, and and God changes what's going on there, I want you to look on down here, because Moses is writing this in in chapter uh, 4. He's writing Exodus, all right? Moses is writing this in in Exodus chapter 4, verse number 19 Now the Lord said to Moses uh, in Midian, Go, return to Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. Then Moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey and returned to the land of Egypt. Now check out what he says about his rod that he answers to God earlier. Well, this is just a rod. When God says, What's in your hand? It's a rod. Now Moses changes what he's calling it, and Moses took the rod of God in his hands. Now, this is before he stood up and split the Red Seas. This is before he struck a rock and it sprung forth water. Only thing that's happened at this point is that rod has turned into a snake and he picked it back up. That's it. That's all it's done. But now it is the rod of God. Listen, we can look at these, these acorns and say, This is an acorn. We can actually look at this acorn and speak to it a little bit and say, Well, this is a tree. But listen, I want to tell you the full potential of every acorn. The correct answer is, This is a forest. Wow, Brent, that's, that's kind, of a, it's kind of a small forest. It doesn't really look like much. Um, I have a forest in my hand because God creates, listen to me now, everything to be more than it is right now. In every acorn, there is a tree, and in every tree, there is fruit or flowers or more acorns or whatever, and those have actual seeds inside of them, and inside of those are thousands of other seeds and thousands of other seeds and thousands of other seeds, all from one acorn you can grow forest what you see is not all there is even in you even the things that you know about yourself well now that's not all there is listen all that you know about yourself that's not all there is to know all that you can look back on and say look what I've done with my life that's not all there is to the story There is more in you now than there was yesterday. You are more than what you have become. You are more than the success you have achieved, the season that you have ended, the promotion that you have received. You're more than that. These things, including successes, are not a lifestyle. Listen to me. Success or past whatever is a phase that you are going through. But rest assured there is more. You have been created to be more than you are right now. Thus everything and everyone come on now still has potential. Nothing is ever instant. People often think that miracles are are an instantaneous thing. When somebody, you know, something happens, it's it's an instantaneous thing. Listen, Miracles really are not instant. They are a process that just gets sped up. Okay? All right. Besides the beginning of the creation of light, you know, when when God spoke and things happened, besides that, nothing else was created instantaneously. It was always a process. How many parents do we have in here? It's not like the baby formed in your womb instantly. The stork story doesn't really, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's not like, boom, there it is. All right? God did not create the human race this way. God did not create a ready-made human race. The earth was not given an instant population. Do you notice that? When God created the heavens and the earth, it wasn't like, boom, there's a million people. God created one man. And from that one man, he created One woman. Now, from those two, those two people had the ability and the, come on now, potential to be more than they were right now. What did they have the potential to be? Well, all of us that are, seven billion of us that are abiding here on the earth right now. That's what Adam and Eve's potential was. And the countless billions that have lived before us. But everything is a process. All right. Those two, from their womb and from their loins, had the potential to create the human race. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over it, the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moved. Listen, potential is placed inside of us for the process of, of becoming more than we are if you're alive and you're breathing and somebody better reach over and poke your neighbor and make sure because i'm starting to wonder about some of you some of you are just awful quiet this morning okay taylor asking the in our little team meeting beforehand he says Is everybody awake this morning and and i thought it might have just been all of us that are in there but evidently it's everybody in here too <laughs> it's, it's this cold weather i think all the reptiles have uh, it's we've all turned into gators whether we want to believe it or not We're all sluggish when it's it's cold, all right? Listen, you can do more, become more, listen, have more, go more, influence more, and minister more because you have been created by God for a reason and a purpose that's more than what you are right now. God doesn't create things to take up space. You have the ability and potential to do everything God's created you to do. So let's ask this question, what can you do? What can you do? Andre Guide, who was a French author, said this, a man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter four, verse number 13, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now I want you to look at this verse. This word strengthen does not mean that we're weak and God has to prop us up or hold us up or, or build a scaffold to hold, you know, it, it's not what it means. What this word strengthen means is to literally infuse me with the ability to do what I'm going to do. I can do all things through the potential of Christ who infuses me with the ability to do all things every day. That's a literal translation of that verse. This isn't something that happens once in a while when we have a good enough service, when we really have a good prayer time, when we read, read the Bible and God shows himself to us. No, this is something that we have, but this is available to us every day. We have the, every day the ability to have God's power infusing us. It is, something, uh, it is something that is, is always available. It is always happening. And we can possess it and experience it if we decide to. If we believe that this ability is available to us every day and at all times, then we just don't do some of the things that, that God's put us here for, then we're going to still be held responsible for that. We can do everything at all things or all we can do everything or all things because god has placed us here to do it and given us his power to do it with all potential comes from god i want to move on a little bit here and talk about that all potential comes from god all of it because he created it and that means the very power of god is our potential and that, we have been cre- that we've been created to fulfill our purpose. All right, listen, if all potential comes from God, which is the power of God, then that same power that created the, the world, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, the same power that saves us, the same power that heals us, is the same power that can take us to the next level we want to be at. All right, the potential that God gave us is related to the source from which he took it. Now inside of you is a little piece of God. When you listen, when he spoke to the ground and said, form animals and form trees, and that's how God created the earth. When he spoke to the to the heavens and and, the, and, and create lights and that kind of stuff, that's that's creating out there. But listen, when he created me and you, he formed the dust, but the life came out of him. All right. So if that came out of him. And that's what's residing in you. The potential you have is related to the source that it came from. Come on now. That means your potential is directly related to the power of God. Why? Because it is the power of God. God pulled it out of himself and put it inside of you. Come on, that should make somebody a lot happier than it is. Listen, God pulled a little bit of himself out and stuck it inside of you. That's the kind of potential we as human beings have. The kind of things that, that you know uh, that, that when we see a challenge in our lives, we're, it's not us facing it; it's the power of God facing it. This is why Jeremiah was able to say, "Oh Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth, and you, by your great power and outstretched arm." And then he finishes that sentence by saying this. Nothing is too difficult for you, or there is nothing too hard for you. Listen, if it's not too hard for God, then it shouldn't be too hard for us. Why? Because our potential is his potential. He pulled it out of himself. The potential is something that is determined by the demands that is put on it by the creator. Now, think about this. A creator will not make a claim about something that they make unless they build it to fulfill that claim, all right? Now, I think we have a picture of a Corvette up here. Now, this is my favorite sports car. I know I drove a Lamborghini over in Daytona Beach, but um, did we not have it? Okay, oh, it's the logo, okay, good enough. This is the logo for the Corvette, all right? Now, they make these in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is my home state. I've actually been there uh, to the museum, all right? Now, when they build a Corvette, and, and they're going to say this car will do 200 miles an hour, they're not going to put this car out there and tell, them that, tell people that it'll do 200 miles an hour unless they put the right amount of cylinders in the engine or the right amount of technology in the engine that will achieve 200 miles an hour. Now catch this because this is getting ready to get, good, get real good right now. Okay, Inside the Corvette is eight cylinders with somewhere around between five and 600 horsepower. After they build that, then they put it on a big test track that's out behind the factory, and every eight Corvettes that come off the assembly line, they put, a, it's a very short amount of miles because they drive it down the test track, and they drive it back, and then they park it. So it's like every eight of them has not zeros across, it's its however long, however long the test track is. All right. And then they go and they say, don't stop until this, if, if you can't hit 200 miles an hour, let us know because we're going to have to fix something, okay? In every, all right, now listen, they go and they test that and, and they get, they achieve 200 miles an hour. Then they start mass producing them using that formula, that engine, the, everything, okay? Now, if every other car, and every year in Columbus, Ohio, they have a race where they take cars just stock, I mean, NASCAR is not really stock car racing, okay? It's based on stock car racing, but the true form of stock car racing is where they take these cars right out of the factory, they put a roll cage in them, and that's it, and they race. Corvette has won that event every year since 1984, every year, and they race all, I mean, they, they break it down into big, you know, the big eight cylinders and the, and the, this much horsepower and that kind of horsepower. They've beaten all of them. Lamborghini, Ferrari, all of them. They beat everybody in this race. And if once they have this race, if every other car there says their top speed is 195 miles an hour, then Corvette can go in there not just hoping they're going to win, they can reasonably, confidently expect to win. Why? Because they know their car is built to go 200 miles an hour, okay? If it doesn't go 200 miles an hour, then they can take it back to the shop, to the, to the factory, hook it, or the, the service department at your local dealership, hook it up to the computer, and the computer can tell them what's wrong with it and why it's not achieving 200 miles an hour. This is the same thing that happens with us and God. If God has called you to do something incredible with your life, if you're not doing it, because you just can't do it. You can go back to God and be like, God, I know you're telling me to do this, but you're gonna have to hook me up to your computer and show me where I'm missing it because I know I got the pistons and I know I've got the, the, the engine and I know I've been built with the technology, but I'm missing it somewhere. Show me. And God's not gonna be like, what? I didn't create you to do that great thing. I created you to be a, an average podunk little person over here in the corner. It doesn't ever, the whole world doesn't even know you're here. That's not what God creates us with. God creates us with the potential to be so much more than we are. And if we don't, we can actually go back to the manufacturer, just like my parents just bought an Escalade, just like Jody's. And they took it back to the dealership that they bought it at because it had all kinds of issues and problems that were wrong with it. And it didn't meet up to the manufacturer's standards. And they fixed it all for free. Listen to me. This is, what the, this is what potential is. God has put it inside you to do something great with your life. If you're not doing it, it's because you need to be responsible for it. If you can't do it, then you can go back to God and God can hook you up to the, to his system and say here's what needs to be fixed. Here's what needs to be changed. This is what's going to unleash you fully. This is what's going to take you to the next level. This is what's going to make you go 200 miles an hour. This is what potential is all about. Having inside of you the very power of god that will cause you not to just think about doing something great with your with your life but actually fulfilling something great with your life what he has asked you to do you do it very well you go beyond your own expectations you go beyond beyond what you think you can do why because he's created you to go far beyond what you could even ask come on this is scripture right here or even think This is what your potential is. Heads bowed.